Hello and welcome to Matt Delia is Confused. This is Matt Delia, a.k.a. M. Diesel. Uh, it is Monday. It is November 30th. It is the last day of November. Last days of months are always good because that's when you're reminded of how much money you owe various institutions and individuals. It's when the bills come due. So I'm sure everybody's in a fucking great mood. Just like I was today when I just sort of leaked leaked money into the world. <sighs> but yeah, <clears throat> um, you know, I was realizing it today. I think I might have mentioned this uh, at some point, but as the Trump presidency is winding down, it's like, a, a, and I think about the show and I think about moving forward with the show and it's so much of the show has just because of what is going on in the world, so much of the show has revolved around the insane presidency. That's going away. Despite what he says, just all caps, rigged election, we won. He lost. And pretty soon, I'm sure he's going to stay in the public eye Everybody likes to talk about he's going to start his own channel. He's going to start his own fucking network. He's going to start his, have his own TV show again. His own media conglomerate, whatever the fuck. He might announce that he's going to run uh, during Biden's inauguration. He's definitely not fucking going away, though. That much we already know. The biggest fucking attention sponge there ever was after getting the largest dose of attention imaginable. He's not going to fucking go disappear. Like, I was going to say most presidents, but all presidents do after their president. All presidents after their president are like, fuck that. That was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Most of them are, on, are for eight years. Trump was only for four years because he sucks a lot and nobody likes him. And because he sucks a lot and nobody likes him, he lost in his run for re-election. Now, even if he survived eight years, he, he probably still would be like, why can't I have a third term? This is rigged. And be bitching and moaning all the way in through the next president's inauguration about how he should be having a third term and the guy who won, won it illegally and it's a fraud and it's a scam and it was rigged and fuck you, dude. You lost. Is there a bigger sore loser in the history of the fucking world? I'm not even paying attention to it anymore. I always see fucking Giuliani and him and uh, all his little fucking talking heads, all his little please, sir, people. And I can't even pay attention anymore because I know they lost. I know they're out. I know they're not talking about anything that fucking matters. And I can't even bring myself to give a fuck. I don't even watch anymore. I don't even read about it. They're fucking gone. Bye-bye. Bye. So, yeah, moving forward, I there will be much more, uh, <clears throat> many more other topics will be covered. There's a topic, at least in the first half of this episode, I want to cover. And I want to talk, I want to talk about guys. Men, guys, men in the world. How they act. The way they do shit wrong. They do so much shit wrong. I was, I was, uh, I'm not going to name names while I talk shit. But I know the guy I'm about to fucking talk shit about listens to the show. Uh, so he's going to hear me talking shit about him. But he's, he, he, I'm not even going to tell this specific story because it's so common that guys do this one thing and it fucking makes me so mad. Okay, so obviously I'm talking about straight men in this, in this scenario. So men, and that, that actually is pertinent because 
Because what I realized and the way all of this crystallized for me was that I've never heard a fucking gay man. I've never, ever heard a gay man. And I know a lot of gay men. I've never heard a gay man ever, ever say anything remotely like this. Okay. So here's what happens. I'm going to paint like a generic picture. Okay. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to do a specific scenario, but I'm going to, I'm going to paint a picture. And this, if you're a guy, you know, guys like this, or maybe you are a guy like this and fuck you for that. If you're a woman, I guarantee you, you've either encountered a guy like this, who's been forthright and just said it outright, or it seemed like he just sort of ghosted you and wasn't that into you, but this is the reason underneath it. Okay. So guys do the same. I'm actually starting to get mad. I'm starting to, I mean, I'm already hot, obviously, because it's a thousand fucking degrees where I record this podcast, as we all know. But I'm starting to get mad, so I'm starting to get hot. Even hotter, rather. Are you offering me something hot? If anybody knows what that movie's from, you're my best friend. What that line, what movie that's from, you're my best friend. Okay, so I'm getting hot. I'm getting mad. Here's the thing that makes me mad. <clears throat> A guy is like talking to a, 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 new, a, a new woman, a new girl in his life. And they're like either flirting or getting to know each other. And they're starting to text or call or maybe they hang out a couple times. Uh, and then it gets to a point where you as their friend check in with them about it. Hey, what's going on with that girl? With you and that girl? Obviously, you guys are hanging out. You guys are like... Is it going well? Like, what's what's going on? And then the guy will say, everybody's experienced this, and that's making me mad, actually. This is a universal thing to encounter this guy. And the guy says, I don't know. I don't know. And then you, uh, you are, your interest is further piqued. And so now you say, well, what do you, what don't you know? You don't like her? Like, you're not into her? And the guy's like, no, I mean, I am. I, 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 I like her. Um, but I, I don't, I just don't know. And then you dig deeper because you, as I, for at least for me, as I start to sense where this is going, I'm starting to get mad. The fury is building, right? So, so I'm pushing it because I, as we know, being furious is one of my favorite things. So anytime there's an, a chance to be furious, I seek it and I, and like a heat seeking missile, I, I go after it. So I'm sensing the heat. I'm sensing the fury and I'm, and I'm going after it. Okay. So then I say, well, what, well, if you like her, what don't you know? It's so hard to find someone you like. If you find someone you like, what, 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 what don't you know? And I don't mean like, what don't you know? Get engaged. I don't mean, what don't you know? Commit. I mean, like, what do you, what do you don't, what don't you know? Literally. Not like what's wrong with you. Put a ring on her finger. Obviously that's not what I mean. And then finally, you go back and forth a couple of times, and it's and and then this is what the guy says, and this is the thing. I'm, I'm if I'm fury seeking, I've 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 found the fury. When the guy says this, I don't know. I I just I don't want to hurt her feelings. Oh, here's why it, it, there's it's layered. Why this is so uh uh infuriating? Okay. First of all, you're presuming so many things. You're presuming that she's so interested that her hopes are so high for you, fucking Prince Charming, that that's even possible. But moreover, more than just the broad sort of like hint of it, it 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 actually i i don't even like saying this but it does feel like this it actually feels sexist because a guy, when the guy decides for the woman when the man decides for the woman that she's too sensitive that she might get her feelings hurt that's taking away her agency she needs to do what she wants to do and you need to do what you want to do as long as you're upfront about it what the fuck you don't get to hoard her agency and be one and a half of you while she's half of you. 
Also, I've never heard a uh, forget fucking gay man. I've never heard a woman say this either. Oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. What the fuck is that? But here's the thing that is the true thing that is upsetting about this. Who the fuck are you? You've deemed yourself what a fucking Casanova heartbreaker guy. <laughs> you're you're bowing out graciously, chivalrously, because you don't want to fucking crush her by getting her hopes up that that she could end up being with you, the greatest fucking thing on earth. And this is sort of a fucking theme for me in general. People put so much fucking importance and emphasis on themselves because they are that person. They are themselves. So the world, there's that expression, the world doesn't revolve around you. The reason people say that to other people is because they think only about themselves and how things affect them and how they affect other people and how them affecting other people is going to make them feel. That's what this is. But if you're a guy and you're hitting it off with some woman and, and the reason you aren't going to move forward is because you're afraid you're going to hurt her feelings. Here's my advice to you. You're not that fucking special. And I don't mean you. I also mean me. I mean every guy. You're not that fucking special. Move forward. Believe the words she says. Trust that she can be an adult. And don't think you're fucking Brad Pitt. Oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. You're not. Hey, hey, I got I got some news for you. You're not gonna because you're not capable of that. What if what if and here's why I think it's sexist. What if the woman that you're so fucking protective of? What if she just wants to fuck? And guys are, this is what guys fucking say. They say, no, 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 that's not, that's not how women are. What? Sexist. I can't believe that actually there are still guys who think that, that women, that, that all women aren't interested in sex for the sake of it. It's so fucking, uh, it's not so much that it's egotistical. It's just so fucking You think the world revolves on you. Hey, guy, you're not going to crush anybody's feelings by like hanging out with a woman more. And if you do, sometimes that happens, but you can't fucking predict it. It's just like a, the other thing is, it's often just an excuse to not do it because you, the guy doesn't want to. But that specific excuse, I don't know. I don't want to hurt her feelings. Uh, fuck. Are you? Anyway, it's just like fucking. You guys fucking thought I forgot I was M. Diesel? Fuck no. Who goes out on a Tuesday night in the sun? Bob's too quiet and the cover band is too long. Step outside, I'm about to leave a new world. Right on by and I'll just freeze All the time you try to find someone to give me like you do And I'm not the type of likes and rushing but I want to I don't know you but it feels like I do And I was frozen when you walked in my room And every single way it just makes my stomach turn cold I don't know you, but it feels like I do. Cool, it's 3,000 fucking degrees in here. That's cool. So who gives a fuck when this is on? Oh, feels like I do. <sighs> That's what I do now. Every time I make a big point, I do that right after.
also just that kind of talks about something in general, which is people have, um, and it's a fine line and I get it. I'm not saying like there's no place for this, but I find that, uh, the more I pay attention to it, the, uh, just sort of adjacent to the, to the previous topic, the more I pay attention to it, the more almost every anxiety, every paranoia, everything that you worry about, not everything, obviously, I don't mean you should go through the world fucking carefree, bumping your shit into everything and fucking everything up. But for the most part, everything we worry about in regards to the effect we have on other people, the, 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 what, uh, particularly what people think of us, you know, everybody's always like, ah, fuck, you know, you meet someone new, whether it's for like a work thing or, uh, 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 like, uh, you're, you're trying to meet someone to date friends. What? It doesn't really matter. This is just an example. And you meet them and you, and you say something stupid or you flub a word or you fucking, you say your name wrong. Like, hi, I'm Mabbed. Oh, sorry, I'm Matt. You know what I mean? And, you just, and then you think about it all day like, wow, I fucking called myself Mabbed to that girl I really like or whatever the fuck, you know? Um, and you're going to be thinking about it all day. Fuck, I can't believe I called myself Mabbed. That girl's going to fucking hate me now. And she's going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Think about I'm a joker moron. I'm a fucking deer in headlights, whatever. But let me tell you something. She forgot by the time she fucking walked away from you. No one thinks about you as much as you think they think about you. Or like a thing I do, like I'll write a work email and I'll spend like a fucking... 30 minutes, 45 minutes on writing this fucking basic ass email, making sure every fucking thing is right. And then I'll send it and I'll be like, oh, fuck, I meant to do that one fucking thing. Fuck. And it's like a minor thing. But it bothers me because I think they're going to read it and think, oh, he's fucking fucking up or messed something up or he's stupid or fucking whatever. Incapable. He's not qualified. It doesn't whatever the fuck. And I'm thinking they they see through my shit. When they read the email, they saw the fucked up email. When in reality, honestly, they probably didn't even fucking read the email. They probably just fucking glanced at it real fast and like tried to download it and, and probably got it confused and mixed up. And didn't even do the right thing themselves. It's just, the more I've paid attention to this, the more I've realized nobody's paying attention to anyone to the degree that we all think everyone else is paying attention to us. And it's fucking important to remember this because it relieves your mind of these anxieties. My grandpa had a fucking, uh, my dad's dad had a, uh, a, a, the one piece of advice that he would give that I remember, he died when I was very young, but he would say, don't worry about anything until you have to, and then worry like a son of a bitch. And that, I think about that all the time because it applies to me. Because I'm, I'm, I'm calling out people who do this, but that's because I do it. That's the only reason I know it's the case. And the reason I'm able to talk about it and reflect on it is because other people talk to me about themselves. And I realize, well, nobody's, nobody is noticing any of the things that you're concerned about right now about yourself. It's like when you got a fucking zit and you see it in the fucking mirror and you're like, ah, God damn, I look like a fucking unicorn. I can't go outside like this. And then you'll be outside and you'll be like wearing a fucking hat. You take your hat off and then be like, yeah, you never wear hats. What, what's going on? You'll be like, ah, I got this fucking zit. I look like a fucking unicorn. And then the person looks at your forehead and they're like, what zit? You don't have anything on your forehead. You look exactly the same. No one is paying attention to you the way you are paying attention to you. <clears throat> so now that we're talking about guys just in general, I want to talk about guys a little bit more in general, rather. 
Well, that made no sense. But now that we're talking about guys, I want to talk about guys a little bit more in general. That's what I meant to say. I'm, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it ever when a guy wears a hat. There, I said it. Unless you're cold. Unless you're cold and you need a beanie on your head. Because your head's cold and the beanie keeps it warm. Why are you wearing a hat? Also, the fact that it's almost always a sports team is weird. That's what they wear when they play. It'd be like if I fucking wore doctor's scrubs. Because I fucking love doctors. People would ask me if I'm a doctor. And I'd be like, no, I just love doctors. They'd think I'm fucking crazy. You ask somebody why they're wearing a Dodgers hat, they say, uh, I'm a fucking Dodgers fan. It's just, uh, hats, like, maybe some we can make exceptions for, but the cap, the baseball cap shit, nah. Sorry, but nah. Not gonna, not gonna work. Unless, again, in a utilitarian sense, you need to brim to block out the light. Thank you. But actually, the, the, the other thing I, I, I do want to talk about about guys and I was thinking about this the other day, and it's it's stuck in my mind a little bit. And I want to I want to say it out to the world because I want it. Not, it's not that I want it to be known, but I want it to be known that um, it's not it's not like I, I want to divulge this information. But I want see I even though it's like twenty twenty. I feel like, especially among men, homophobia is like a real deal thing still. I mean, that probably goes without saying, but like I'm in LA, I don't see it that much, but I still, I still like run into it a bit, just like the whiff of it or whatever, you know? And I I don't, this isn't exactly that. But I think there's a way that boys and men are raised, uh, at least when I was growing up, that you're not allowed to think like other men are handsome. You know what I mean? You're not allowed to like notice it and be be sort of like not necessarily moved by it, certainly not sexually, but like to recognize the beauty of a man is frowned upon, I believe, in the fucking landscape of men around men. Do you know what I mean? Like men never talk about like men never talk about how fucking hot other guys are. And I want to put an end to that. Guys are hot. <laughs> there are guys who are hot now does that mean i'm sexually attracted to them no it might it might for you i have no fucking idea but i i think there's not this like vast chasm between kinds of men who who either are attracted to men or are so not attracted to men they don't even recognize what a an attractive man is Uh, the reason this sort of struck me is because I was like, I was, what the fuck was I? I was watching some movie. Damn, what was it? I was watching some movie and some guy had his shirt off. And the, the reason was unclear why the guy, like there was no motivation for the guy to have his shirt off. And uh, I, I, I was looking and uh, I mean, I was watching the movie, obviously. And I and I realized, and I think I even said it out loud. I said, I love, the, oh, this, yeah, I was, yeah, okay. Uh, I said, I love when guys have no shirt on. And one of the, one of the guys, well, I was with two people. One was a woman, one was a man. The woman, no, the man laughed in like a, I mean, it's, it's hard to parse and I don't want to really like be specific. I don't want to 
definitely say it was this, but the laugh felt like it was some kind of like uncomfortable thing where like I was being gay and he had to acknowledge that extra in the laugh. There seemed to be some nervousness or forced thing about the laugh. I wasn't kidding. I mean, I realized it's humorous to say that, I guess. I mean, it is, I guess. It's a weird thing for a straight guy to say. But the woman that was in the room, both of these people know me extremely well. And the woman in the room said, yeah, you really do. Like agreeing with me and acknowledging it and, and, and not like you fucking weirdo, but like, that's interesting. Like why? What the fuck is that? You know? And I don't know. But the reason I wanted to bring it up is because I fucking don't like how, how men among men can't talk about this kind of shit without the fear of the other men being like, that's fucking gay, dude. You can have the fear, I guess, of that, but you got to overcome that shit because fuck it. Women do this shit all the time. Women do it all the time. You, you ever hang out with women around women? They're always talking about how beautiful other women are. Fuck that, dude. Dude, sometimes guys are so hot that I can't do anything but laugh. I, I worked with this guy in this movie I was doing in Montana. He's one of the leads. And he's like comically attractive. He's like six fucking three. He, he, his, his face is like a fucking Greek God guy. His body is like fucking chiseled. He doesn't even work out, you know? He doesn't go to the gym. I saw him one day. He was fucking walking his dog. He took his dog with him in Montana. I saw him one day. He had a fucking... He was running with his dog. He had a fucking 50-pound weighted vest on. And was just like, hey! He's just like fucking sweating, just glistening, just fucking so yoked, even though he doesn't do anything except run with fucking weights on his body. And I fucking just laughed, dude. It, it, it's hilarious that a guy is that attractive. I don't know what else to say. It's just like, it's, it's kind of akin to like, you just tip in your hat, like, all right, got to give it up. <laughs> got to fucking give it up to that guy. But yeah, the, the guys are hot and it's not gay to think that. Or, or, or just actually, it's not necessarily gay to think that. And that fucking binary way of looking at it sucks and it prevents guys like me from being able to talk about other hot guys with other guys. So now, if you're a guy, next time you're with your guy friends, I don't give a fuck what they're like. I don't give a fuck what you're like. Talk, think of a guy who's hot. Doesn't have to be someone you know. It can be a celebrity. It can be someone you saw once. You used to know. Whatever. And just make a point. Make sure everyone's listening. You don't have to be like, listen up and like bang, grab the conk or something. But you do want to be like, look, you know who's hot? Fucking, uh, Tyson fucking Bickford, whatever the fuck that guy's name. What's his name? The fucking, the, the, the sex, uh, the sexiest fucking male model, Tyson, fuck. Beckford, Tyson Beckford, you know who's fucking hot? Tyson Beckford. And then just see what happens. And then when they're like, oh, you're gay, dude, just be ready to be like, fuck you. No. And what's the problem even if I am? The point isn't that. The point is we want to fucking talk about hot guys just like women talk about hot girls. Okay? This is what we're doing. This is how we're looking. This is how we're looking forward. This is how 2021 is going to be. We're going to be able, as men, to talk about hot men. Um, all right. I guess, yeah, coming up on 30 minutes, I'm going to take a break. And talk to you in a minute. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. And I'm back. And <clears throat> it was Thanksgiving uh, this last Thursday. 
Um, I was going to record over the weekend, but I realized, you know what? I'm off. It's a fucking holiday. And the holidays this year were weird because no one was... um, it, it, the gatherings were were smaller and and uh i think less i think less people did like a friendsgiving too i think it was just like immediate families and small groups of people from 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 at least from the people i know and the people that they know and sort of a general circle of 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 human beings but i know that there was a big fucking thing obviously a politicized thing where people were uh like i won't i'm gonna have thanksgiving with my family and everyone i've ever known because that's what i do every thanksgiving and there's no one that can fucking stop me just watch me without my mask and it's turning that petulance has turned into this this full-on fucking thing where so many people are just like I mean, you see videos now online, and if you pay any attention at all to this kind of shit, it's like people are, there'll be a video, like say of someone at a fucking Walmart, and the person that works at the Walmart will go up to the person without a mask on. And the person at the Walmart will be like, excuse me, it's store policy that you need to have a mask on to be here. And before the fucking worker can even get the words out of his mouth, out of her mouth, the person being fucking told to put on a mask is just like, now I'll not fucking do that. And fuck you. And fuck everybody. And fuck Joe Biden. And fuck you. You know? And the guy who works at Walmart is just like, uh, I didn't make the rule. But here's the one thing that's for sure. I'll get fired if I let you walk around here without a mask. And because I'll get fired, I'm asking you to care. You're in the store that I work for. My employer demands that I make everyone who comes in wear a mask. Please help me not get fired. And that's very obviously the reason. The person who works in the store, it doesn't matter what their political beliefs are. If they don't enforce the mask rule, guess what? They don't get to come to work anymore. But these people, they're just so fucking ready to be like, nah, nah, not doing that. And Thanksgiving and the holidays, I think in general, we'll see over Christmas, it'll be just the same. People are even more insufferable about this shit. And now, just like every fucking thing else, one anti-masker person uh, feeds off of another and it's gotten to this place where it's like this there's like a whole fucking community that that goes it's like a it's like everyone who was like-minded about not wearing masks they they get they they put their heads together and take it so fucking far I was in Montana and we had to shut down because of COVID. I was telling you about Aaron last week and still mad at him and I'll never not be mad at him. But uh, one of right after we were quarantined for four days, we were shooting at this hotel and there was a holding area for the actors at the hotel and we were all in it. All of us were in fucking our dumbass face shields because that's the fucking rule. And when a lot of fucking money is on the line, a lot of people's livelihoods are on the line, we just follow the rules. Because it's way better to follow the rules and be like, no, fuck you, I'm not wearing a mask. It helps nobody. Put a fucking mask on. Anyway, at the hotel, in the hotel, there are signs that say you can't come in unless you're wearing a mask. Big on the fucking door. The owner of the hotel happens to be not like supervising, but but the owner is on hand while a movie is being shot there. The owner of the fucking hotel is not wearing a mask. And we just went through this four-day ordeal of being fucking quarantined in some shitty fucking hotel room in Montana. All of us. 
fucking solitary confinement. And we don't want to go back into solitary confinement. So one of the actors goes up to the owner of the hotel. And, 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 and I mean, obviously, it, as respectful as possible, maybe not obviously, but he was. He's like, excuse me, I know this is your establishment, but we just had this thing that we went through and it was this crazy scare. And, you know, if one of us gets it, the whole movie shuts down. And if it shuts down again, we probably will never pick back up. And before he can even finish, this woman, the hotel owner is like, Montana law says six feet. And I'm six feet away from you, and I've been six feet away from everybody I've been around. So don't tell me how to run my hotel. And he's just like, uh, okay. You know what I mean? I wasn't like telling you I was going to call the cops, and I wasn't telling you how to run your hotel. I was just asking you if you could maybe help make everyone here who's paying you to shoot at their fucking hotel a little bit more comfortable. Extend the service. But no, she was just fucking ready to just combat whatever the fuck he was saying about it, you know? It's just the most defensive shit ever in the world, ever. And obviously, because it's been politicized and because it's been uh, uh, politicized in a way that everyone who's anti-mask is affiliated with the right side of the political spectrum and everyone who supports wearing masks is on the left side of the political spectrum. And therefore, many, 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 many religious institutions in America, I would imagine around the world, but certainly in America, have decided to take on this talking point at church during service because it gets the fucking people at the service riled up. This is what I fucking realized as I was, as I, I mean, I watch this shit all the time. I'm obsessed with religion in general. Anyone who listens to this show knows that. But right now, I'm really interested in how it's be- all of these things with coronavirus and Trump in general. They've become, to say that religion and Trump, Christianity and Trump in America have become intertwined is, is a fucking understatement. You basically can't be evangelical anymore and not be political loudly and supportive of Trump. And I want to play some clips of some of our favorite pastors. Uh, Speaking of this, I want to play some clips of our favorite pastors. Okay, so right wing watch turned me on to some of these people, so... Uh, here's um, Prophetess Kat Kerr, who I've played before on the show, bestowed a mantle of, a quote, mantle of presidential favor and, quote, governmental authority upon Prophet Hank Cunneman, who I've played many times. He, t- he was the one talking about how it was uh, the fly landed on Pence's head because he's the anointed one. Uh and did so by using a Trump 2020 banner. This is a fucking church service. Okay? And the things that the thing that's being presented is literally a Trump fucking flag. That's all it is. It says Trump 2020. It's something people put on their fucking yard. Okay? And all this, by the way, on behalf of God. Explicitly. Okay? This is all part of the show. The fucking crowd, the parishioners, whatever you want to call them, the congregation loves it. This is just a thing now. Churches are Trump rallies, essentially. So here's this, here's this fucking clip. Wow. This is another mantle. <laughs> See, they go nuts. is a mantle of uh, presidential favor. And even though it has Trump's name, he is president. He will sit as president for four more years, no matter what anyone else says. Uh. That is God's plan. So he's putting on you, not just for this president, but for many presidents to come. What? You will have favor from God. 
and they will have your ear to hear God and your hand in friendship. So this is a mantle right now of governmental authority, <laughs> presidential favor. That's what you call it, presidential favor. That's what you call it. She fucking puts the thing, the flag, around the guy's neck. Like he's fucking uh, uh, being confirmed. It's so weird, dude. Here's another one. I've played this guy before. This guy's George Pearson. He actually works for Kenneth Copeland. Or, or yeah, he's the CEO of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And he also is a pastor, preacher, whatever the fuck. And Ver okay, so the context of this is Vermont had uh, a mandate, I guess, a statewide rule requiring students who attend Thanksgiving gatherings with people outside their immediate family need to quarantine before they go back to school for like a week, right? That, by the way, isn't a thing they want to do, isn't a thing that... All that's doing is making sure that schools don't have to shut down. So they don't have a flood of people with coronavirus coming back so much so that it goes rampant and makes everybody shut down. The schools don't want to stop having school, right? And they were like, unless you want to do it over Zoom, it sounded like a threat. But it was like, look, this is just the fucking reality. Unless you want to have Zoom classes for the next semester, this is how it has to be done. So they used, they asked students to use the honor system if they were going to be with anybody besides their immediate family before they came back on campus to quarantine for a week. Okay. George Pearson's that fucking genius, uh, that genius George Pearson's had something to say about that. So here we go. If you don't want your kids to have to transition to remote learning and quarantine for a seven-day period, maybe you ought to make other plans. That sounds like Nazism. Okay. I mean, I can hear, I can hear, and you've all watched movies with Nazis and the way they talk. This is the same thing here. Wow. Um, uh, first of all, what are you saying? It's just become this de facto thing. It's like fucking second nature for people to be like, this is like Nazi Germany. Anything to do with anything about masks. This is like Nazis. And to the point that it doesn't even make sense anymore. They sound like Nazis. How? Let's play it again. Let's listen to what the governor of Vermont says. He's quoting him at the beginning. Let's see if this sounds like a Nazi. If you don't want your kids to have to transition to remote learning and quarantine for a seven-day period, maybe you ought to make other plans. That's the thing he's saying sounds like Nazism. That couldn't sound less like Nazism. And then he goes on to... Then the thing about... Hold on. The movie... I'm going to play that again. That sounds like Nazism. Oh. I mean, I can hear, I can hear, and you've all watched movies with Nazis and the way they talk. This is the same thing here. What the fuck Nazi movie are you watching, George? What fucking Nazi movie has a Nazi saying shit like that? Unless you want to quarantine for a week, I suggest you make other plans. Nazis never said that. Nazis never said anything like that. And what are you talking about? It's just red meat for their dipshit congregation to be like, yep, yep, yep. That's right. It's fucking nonsense, dude. And this is good. This motherfucker takes it way far. This guy's new for us. Okay, so this guy's Mario Murillo. A lot of these guys are Italian-American. And that, 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 that hurts. That hurts a bit. Uh, but yeah, okay, so this guy naturally is an evangel evangelical Christian who loves Trump. 
And he's got something to say about people who accept that Joe Biden is president when he is. But he's got he's got he's got something to say to these people. And here it is. And right now, this is a test. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a test. It's a test of whether you're going to stand on the word or go by what you see. If you're going to believe the lies or you're going to understand that it would make no sense for such a verbatim prophecy as the third Supreme Court justice being a woman of compassion that he gave in October 20s. It would make no sense for that part to be true and the part about the corruption being exposed not to be true. That's what you've got to hang your life on right now. You've got to be loyal to God in this hour and not give in because God will surely bring correction. You gotta not give in and believe the results of the presidential election. What he's saying is there was another prophecy, which was not really a prophecy, that Amy Coney Barrett was gonna be put into the Supreme Court before the election. And what he's saying is if that one was true, then this one has to be true. Because as we all know, all prophecies from all wingnut evangelicals always come true. By the way, let me just frame it this way. You say you're an atheist or just agnostic, whatever, and, and, and you meet someone who claims to be a prophet. And that person is right on the first thing that they say is, is they prophecy, right? You can be skeptical, right? And you, and you would be like, well, what the fuck? One for one that could easily be coincidence, right? And then, and then the second one, that one's right too. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. They must be good at like intuiting shit or, or, or I don't know, but that's wild, you know, still skeptical. And then another one, a third one, a fourth one, a fifth one. At a certain point, you and also everyone ever would be like, hey, listen to her. Hey, listen to him. That guy, that woman... That's that's a prophet. They prophesy the future. They know what's coming. God talks to them, and they tell us, listen to everything they say, because everything they say is true. If a prophet was really a prophet, everyone would listen and subscribe to all of the things that they say. So then why? Are these people the fringest of the fringe? And why do only exceptionally dumb people believe them? Any smart person or average person or also, of course, dumb person, if a prophet was right over and over and over again, even if it was fucking 80%, even 60%, if a fucking someone who called themselves a prophet was 60% right about foretelling the future... Everyone would be like, what did that person say about this thing that's coming up? We'd all want to know. We'd all need to know because it would be the most fucking important thing ever to get that information. However, no one gives a fuck what any of these fucking people say. And they're never, ever, ever fucking right. So when somebody tells you, yeah, I'm a prophet, what you say is, Why doesn't the entire fucking world listen to you? And why aren't you the most popular, famous, rich human being on the fucking planet? And see what they say. Because any answer other than, well, I am the most popular, most famous, and richest person on the planet, is not acceptable. A real prophet would be all of those things. A real person who could tell the future would be all of those fucking things. Oh, here's this guy again. Actually, this is the one I meant to fucking play. This is the same guy, Mario Murillo, uh, talking about conspiracy theories. And it's amazing the fucking mental gymnastics these motherfuckers do. Because obviously conspiracy theories, conspiracy theorists are in the news with QAnon and all this other fucking shit about how Trump won the election, the election was rigged. There's so much of that shit out there. The president, huge conspiracy theorist. But they need 
to turn that around and say that their opponents are conspiracy theorists. So Mario Murillo, the prophet, who obviously knows everything about the future, anyone who's anyone knows that, anyone who's everyone loves Mario Murillo and hangs on every fucking word out of his mouth because everything he prophesies is always true. So he has something to tell us about conspiracy theories and the true conspiracy theory that's going on right now. I'm going to say this, that Joe Biden is president is the conspiracy theory, not the Dominion voting, not all of the corruption that we're uncovering, the conspiracy theory, the tinfoil cone hat theory is that Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States. Get that. Now, here's what you're doing. The Bible says not to fear their conspiracy theories, but to fear the Lord. And then he will be a sanctuary. Now, think about this. When we're looking at that moment when God said to the Israelites, we've got to say this to you watching now. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit and give in to fear, God is going to judge you. God is going to correct you for that. If you're giving in and you're one of those that voted for Biden, you're one of those that is kind of using cheap grace as an excuse to accept this cultural change and say, well, let's be loving. God is going to judge you. If you voted for Joe Biden, God is going to judge you. Imagine, imagine God if he or she is real. Imagine God. You're, 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 he's going over, he's going over your life. It's like defending your life. They got all the list of bad shit you did, all the list of the good shit you did. God's, God's at the, you know, the final decision and it's, it's up to God. And God's like, well, you, you know, you were a great, uh, father or mother. You're a great brother or sister. You were, you were really kind to strangers. You were very honest. You didn't lie. If you ever did lie, which isn't good, but if you ever did lie, you did it to make people feel better, and that's kind of better than just lying to make yourself feel better. And there's always good things or, or okay things, you know? And then he finally gets to the bottom, and he's like, uh, Okay, it was looking good. You You... You did everything that the Bible said. Actually, you did do everything it says to do in the Bible. You followed all the Ten Commandments. You did all the shit you're supposed to do. Uh, and I know this isn't in the Bible. In fact, in the Bible, I don't even mention America at all because America wasn't even a f- fucking thing yet. But you voted in the American election in the year 2020. You voted for former Vice President Joseph R. Biden over sitting President Donald J. Trump. For this reason, I judge you. For this reason, you don't get into heaven. For this reason, you go to hell. Bye. What if for real that's what God is like? What if God is the way that all these people are talking about? What if God is real and God is the way that Mario Murillo and the like think he is? Well, God's terrible then. (sighs) Meanwhile, Joe Biden is a lifelong Catholic, practicing Catholic. Donald Trump doesn't know how to hold a Bible, let alone what's in it. Go fucking figure. I mean, things are just maximally backwards. Uh, and I guess I'll end. There's one more. My, I mean, I, I feel like I talk about him every week because he's just fucking on one. Rick Wiles, the um, end times conspiracy theorist Rick Wiles, who I've played before. He's, he's a host on True News, which is the most absurdly titled thing of all time. He uh, has a show. Uh, I mean, it's an internet show on on the quote network called true news and nothing true nothing true has ever been said on true news so there's that um but he uh, 
So Michael Flynn was pardoned. And there's all this talk now about Trump pardoning himself and everyone in his family because because the fucking the the deep state's out to get him and they'll do anything. So he has to be pardoned before uh, he's out of office. But Michael Flynn was 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 pardoned. There's no speculation about that. He actually was pardoned. Um, and Rick Wiles and his gang of utter morons had something to say. Um, about it and their take is I love how all of his takes end up basically like this it's it's you don't it's like you don't even need to watch true news Rick Wiles on true news you can just say what were the topics and then you can deduce what he said about those things because of the way he ends every point all the time is this one way okay so here it is Squad rule change fast-tracked. Mm. Right. After the election. After a major shakeup at the Pentagon. Right. But it General wasn't, Flynn pardoned today. And it wasn't like this was put out there to, to make it look obvious. Like, hey, look what we're going to do. Yeah. It was like back Barry. to the back. Barry. On the day before Thanksgiving when nobody's even paying attention. Yeah. By the way, none of these people can even speak. They can't even get words out of their fucking mouth. It's like, it's. Can't you find crazy people who can fucking talk? These fucking, these fucking people, like where do, where, where are these people even, where, where do we even find these motherfucking people? Fucking Rick Wiles. Um, I mean, listen to this motherfucker. I'm going to go back a minute. This guy looks like... This guy looks like somebody's... Asshole, unemployed, 43-year-old cousin. That you'd meet and then be like to your friend, you'd be like, what's up with your fucking cousin? I mean, listen to the way he fucking talks. This guy's on... A station called True News. This is how he talks. General Flynn, pardoned today. That's and it wasn't yeah. like this was put out there so, to make it look obvious. Like, hey, look what we're going to do. Yeah. It was like back Barry. to the back. Barry. It wasn't like put out there and make it look obvious. It was like back, 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 Barry. Like, whoa, dude. Get off camera. Anyway, here's Rick about to fucking lay it the fuck on us. The day before Thanksgiving when nobody's even paying attention to news except people like us. Yeah, Yeah, thank God. So why this change, Rick? Why why would they fast track this? I'm not trying to be funny about it, but because they plan to shoot some people. That would be the only explanation. They're going to have a bunch of traitors. They're going to line them up against the wall and start shooting them. Okay. Because that's what they deserve. What the law is, the Democrats, the news media, if the leftists, uh, if scientists, professors have been working secretly with the Chinese Communist Party, then line them up against the wall and shoot them. Okay. That's what you do with them. Uh, That's actually, I'm sorry, Rick, can we cut? That's actually not what we do with people. In in this country, that's not what we do. Um, imagine if imagine if there was a guy there fact checking Rick Wiles while he talked. It fucking take twenty four hours to do a thirty minute show. Actually, can we can we cut? Um, I'm sorry, Rick, but that's actually not not at all what we do. Uh, also, what you're saying is. Crazy, but the last thing you said is is the, the the content of everything you're saying is very vague and violent and pro- there's many problems with everything you said there. But the thing you said about taking people out and shooting them because they're working with the Chinese uh, government, that's never going to happen uh, under any circumstance. Even if all of the crazy, lying, crazy shit you say were true, 
that still wouldn't happen because that's not ever what happens ever here. Anyway, uh, we're good to go again. Okay, roll camera and you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, dude? I actually want, I want that job fucking so bad. Excuse me, Rick. I'm going to get Rick on the fucking, I'm going to get him on the podcast. He's the worst speaker. He's the most boring voiced motherfucker in the world. But I bring him up all the time. He's always saying the most insane shit. He was the one accusing Tucker Carlson of being involved in Pizzagate last week because Tucker came out and spoke, ooh, God forbid, spoke against the fucking president's insane person lawyer. But yeah, I covered all that last week. But Rick's always got some new shit to say. I'm going to reach out. Mr. fucking True News himself. Uh, All right, yeah, um, that's an hour. I'm going to go. It's 3,000 degrees. Uh, I love you all. Stay safe out there. Corona's fucking so bad right now. Um, wear a mask. Wear a mask. And try not to be around too many people. Try to keep your distance if you do have to be around too many people. And just use fucking common sense. Because it's easy. Because it's easy. It's easier than being a massive pain in the ass fuckhead and being like, no, I'm not wearing a mask. Fuck Joe Biden and fuck you. Commie. All right. Yeah. Uh, What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? else? Get your merch. Holidays coming up. Get your merch. Give the gift of love with uh, either a Matt D'Elia's Confused Hoodie or a K t-shirt or a K long sleeve shirt or a Confused Sweatshirt. You got it all. Free shipping on orders over $100 at mattdelia.com slash store. And I think I'm going to be doing back to what I used to do two episodes a week. So get fucking ready. Coming at you double time in the near future. I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. If you can, style, and I will talk to you soon. Okay.